The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. To another episode of Long Box Small Talk. I am your host, Bill Kurtner, and to my left is the dirt beneath your feet, my love, Rodney Heron. How you oh, doing? Why buddy? can't I be the wind beneath your wings? Why is it always gonna I, be negative? That just sounds like really bad reference. Wind beneath your wings. <laughs> I don't even know how the song actually goes. I should have watched more of those montage videos from the nineties. <laughs> okay, so man, what's going on? Oh man. I'm tired. Aside, You're tired? Aside from that, not much. Yeah, I woke up exhausted this morning. I actually stayed home from work this morning. I had uh, one of those perfect illnesses that ended before lunch. Nice. Yeah, I love those. Nice. So I've been, I've been just reading all morning. Nice. Did you go to work? No. Why would I go back to work? Oh, okay. Uh, you know. I have sick time. It's there I mean, why, for me to use. Why be professional? <laughs> what do you mean professional? <laughs> not to be what if I relapsed right there in the middle? Well, yeah. yeah. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> Nice. So, what so, do you got going on promoting this week, my friend? Um, not really promoting much, but um, there is something I did want to talk to you about. Um, we're both signed up for, and you're gonna have to correct me if I'm wrong. Giswees. I have no idea how to say it. Okay. You know what? If my wife was here, she would be all over this. But, but you know, as husbands, we get roped into things. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Back it, the it, truck up. As a husband, and I'm a boyfriend. Not okay, a well, as a husband, I get roped into things, and as a boyfriend, you also get Until roped into things. Until the gays things. get married, I'm not getting married. <laughs> Still holding on that one, huh? Still holding on. Okay. So, even though they passed the law. Yeah. I, you know, I'm waiting. That's a good thing. I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, guess, guess wheeze. I'm going to say it different every time, so I know one of them's right. But it... It looks. It almost looked like Geshwes. I mean, I'm 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 dyslexic, so it looked like G wishes, and I thought it was like where you gave like sick and dying gangster rappers their their <laughs> last wish. <laughs> so obviously, Geshwes, or it could be a Smashing Pumpkins fan site. You know, one yeah. of the two. Um, so what, or a Tool uh, album name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, what the hell is it? So, it's basically, and I, I, I wish I was looking at it, so it's the greatest scavenger hunt the world has ever seen, and okay. I hope I got all the letters there. Okay. Okay, the greatest scavenger hunt the world has ever seen. So, what you do is, and it's my understanding that it's all for charity, um, but you do events to, um, this is run by uh, Misha, one of the guys from Supernatural, I'm sure your girlfriend would totally yeah, be all over TV, it as well. So. Yeah, me neither, but he's... Um, uh, he is the angel guy from Supernatural. No, again, you've never again, seen that episode. Again, you've never walked through it's your two house. Two guys in a car. Yeah, with, you know, and it's like Scooby Doo minus the dog. Yeah. I, I don't know more guns and more demons. Yeah, no. So um, basically, they give you a list of activities to do. So like one of them is like hug a veteran. I gotta do stuff. Yeah, you gotta actually oh, do Jesus. stuff, and then you document it, and then you post it. Okay, so and and again, I've not read anything about this. I've only Neither been told. It's all secondhand. <laughs> so, um, charity's involved, though, because you're spreading happiness. And some of the stuff on there is like... Wait, yeah. how can I spread happiness if yeah. I don't generate it myself? Uh, it's it's a problem for both of us, I know. But, so, you do things like, again, like hug a veteran. Uh, one of them was, uh, out of household materials, make yourself into your favorite dessert. So, people, like, cut out like had purple balloons and like glued them to their side and they're like blueberry pie. What flavor is sadness? <laughs> <laughs> blueberry pie. Ah, yeah, see, that's see. that's exactly what that is. Or just two cakes. <laughs> two cakes. Two cakes for one person. He's just sitting there. They're like, you're gonna share that? Nope. Yeah, nope. Yeah. It's my sad ride. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it sounds like a good cause, and and since I'm I'm being hooked into doing it anyway, I may as well say good things about him, right? Yeah. All I heard was. Honey, do you want to do this thing? Uh, what is it? Oh, you ain't never do anything. 
thing. Yeah, okay, sweetie. I'll do it. What do I got to do? Just, just tell me where I got to be. Was that a recording? Did you have that recorded somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Damn. But anyway, it sounds like fun, and I know you and I are both in it, and I think registration closes in about two and a half, three weeks. Oh, so I better it, register then. Uh, you're not registered yet? I thought she did it, I guess. I'm sure I, she did. I know I, mine, my ask. wife did mine. <laughs> so I... And apparently they send you really personalized funny emails. I've not opened a single one of them. I, I, I hate personalized funny emails. You think, I, yeah? I, I want it to the point. Just give me the bare bones <laughs> where I need to be, what I have to do, because yeah. I'm going to delete you anyway. You know? Unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> F you, Gishwee. No. Gishwees.com. Uh, I hope this isn't some kind of pagan... Uh, some kind of pagan ritual that when you say the name three times, Gishwees appears and yeah, I hope not yeah. too. That would be horrible. <laughs> yeah, then we're screwed. Yeah. Um, what what else is uh, going on with you? Oh man, I, you know what? I know I was really late today. Obviously. Yeah, I was. I, we're running what like forty minutes behind. A little. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was working on from the halls of obscurity. Okay. The ink is still like wet on some of these pages. All right. So like. This is like gonna be a good fresh okay. game. I'm building my yeah. game. I have you have my, a game? I have my three characters ready to go. Okay. Uh, I don't know anything about this. So. Uh, I gave you a brief idea what it was. I wasn't listening. Yeah. So I'm not gonna talk about it. Uh, we're gonna do it next week. So you're not gonna tell me about the thing you've already told me about? No. I, I, well, I want the listeners to be surprised because it's a it's a slightly <laughs> different game from yours. Uh huh. And uh, I don't want to give you. I, I don't want you to do any more homework because. Knowing you, Snoop Dogg, you'll probably forget between now and then. So, yeah, I have a horrible memory. <laughs> so, so uh, if I'm lucky, I'll stump you and feel like a man for a night. You could stump me with the easiest of questions, <laughs> like any elementary math book. You could just flip open to any page and ask me a question. I'd fail that test. And I'm dying to talk. Next week, we're talking about Star Wars. About Star Wars, okay. we are talking. I want to, if you're okay with it, I want to dedicate the entire episode to episode seven speculation. Okay. Everything you... Do you think, think we should leave that for episode seven? No, I mean, maybe. I mean, but I, I want to do it. I, I There's so much out there, and I think they're getting close. There's one guy on YouTube that I think is is really close. Close to what? He, I think he's figured out the entire plot of the movie. Is that good? Is that a good thing? I think it'd be great. I, I mean, in this day and You want to go into it with no surprises? I mean, in this day... It, it's, it is uh, the last day of June. This yeah. movie comes out Christmas Day. If you think God... God can't... I mean, God will have to end the entire world without that being spoiled. Yeah. There's no way. And you don't, We don't live in an age where you can do that anymore. So I want to talk about that next week. Because I've got... Uh, there's some really cool theories. If it if it's close, it's gonna be a great movie. I mean, so you've already I, read that. I read everything. Oh man, I re- I love reading that stuff. See, I, I stay away from it at least until it gets closer. Yeah, but anyway, let's. Uh, yeah. I digress. So, okay, are you ready to? Uh... No, are you ready? Oh, oh god, are you ready? Because you did horrible I, I last a, week. I took a beating last week. You took bad. the worst beating. Well, you I, were every dead horse uh, beaten to death with man. every club in the world. And I, you I completely have, just sucked. I what, you listened, had one point, right? Because yeah, because I have to edit the episode. Uh, yeah. Did you make yourself look I, better? No, 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 not at all. I had to. I had to go through and listen to this thing three times. And I'm it, sorry. And it, it all. The only way it gets better is if I have the music up. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only way. Yeah, man. So, uh, yes, it's. It was not you're, fun. You talking about intro music? No, no, no. The the underlying bed of game music. Oh, okay. So. All right, fire away. You ready? Let's do it. First off, I want to well, you protest gotta, something. Uh, yeah, I'll go over the rules. No, you got to say the. Oh, I'll do that. You, you got to say no. You got to say the word so I can cue it. Oh God, you are so needy today. All right, well here it goes. Ugh. From the halls of obscurity. All right. All right. That one was extra long. All right. All right. So first off. Fuck Electric Warrior, okay? I <laughs> He was a guy that I, I chose. Yeah. His Wikipedia page is like, just, you need to have a cipher to understand the whole world in order to understand that guy's powers. Okay. So, I nixed him. But I just wanted to shout out, <laughs> fuck Electric Warrior. 
So I'm not using him at all. Okay, so you're not. Are you protesting me now? What? You said you had a protest. Was that your? You're protest? neither a warrior or electric. <laughs> oh, I am electric. <laughs> okay, so first off, all right. First off, the Illuminator. Oh. Marvel 1993. That golden age of shittiness. Okay. Okay. Marvel 93. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. After accidentally losing a softball game. His teammates tricked Andy Prentice into going on a snipe hunt. He becomes lost on the snipe hunt and is struck by a mysterious light, a la Phenomenon. Uh, in his motorcycle helmet and leather jacket, Illuminator strikes against demon-possessed drug dealer Nick Malloy. Lasted a whopping three episodes. Three issues, I'm sorry. Huh. So I gotta guess if it's real. Well, and what first his power off, is. Power. All right. And then you tell me if he's real or not. Okay, with Illuminator, yeah. I'm going to guess there's some kind of light power. Ooh, I don't know. You think so? Illuminator? Yeah. He he's either some... really smart. <laughs> he, he, yeah. He's very wise, or he has some kind yeah, of light power. Yeah, or he works for the electric company. Yeah. Um, I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess light... Like, some kind of light generation, light power. Okay. Uh, I don't think he's like Ghost Rider where he has like the pen and stare and like mm -hmm. like inner illumination. What about the motorcycle and leather jacket? Do you think that plays into it? Oh. It's tricky. It's tricky. No. No, I don't think so. You think that was what was nearby whenever he decided to become a crime fighter? Yeah, yeah no, no, yeah. He went into his <laughs> older brother's garage and he was just like, Barry, give me a bike and, a, and that jacket. Daddy would want me to have it. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say, uh, this is that bad time in Marvel. Mm -hmm. My gut says real. Uh, so I'm going to say light powers and real. Okay. Just, just can you be a little bit more specific on the light powers? I'll say that you're in the ballpark. But okay. he does something. Okay. It can't be, it can't be easy. It can't be like he shoots light beams out of his hands. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess like his eyes light up, and okay. and damn it, guys! We just robbed a bank. I'm oh just, no, it's the Illuminator! Look at his eyes; they're all I'm glowy. Gonna, Put the money down. Put your weapons down. He's gonna kick his ass with the maybe he can glowy shoot, eyes. Maybe he can shoot light out of his eyes. Okay, so okay, light out of his eyes. And he's I'm gonna say he's real. So okay. at least I'm gonna get. I hope I'm getting one of these right. Okay, okay. So meeting Gus, an old timey biker in a church who gives him his simple costume, <laughs> Gus convinces him that God has a plan for him. I knew it. And so gave him super strength. Oh, I knew it. Flying, energy enhanced strikes, and light projection. So he does actually blind bad guys. Can with I get light. half a point on the power? I'm actually. I'll give you both. All right. Because uh, he is also very real. You know how I knew this. This. Was, I assume you're a huge fan. This was Marvel. Three of no, those issues. This was Marvel trying to go into Christian comics. Oh yeah. I'm almost positive. Okay. I remember that. It, that's what it sounded I, like. To I me. remember it now. Um, two right. points. Two points. Yes. You're already doing better than last yes. week on the first question. <laughs> I am all that is man. <laughs> We already set the record. Okay. So this second one could be my most favorite person oh, ever. No. You know, I didn't go over the rules at all. Wait, that's okay. You if know what? You... you know what? Listen to last week's. I yeah. said the rules there. Listen to episode okay. four. Yeah. So, Herbie Popnecker. American Comics Group 1958. American Comics Group. What? Herbie Popnecker is your average young fat boy, except he is one of the most powerful beings on the planet. <laughs> Rodney's dream as a kid. Yeah, thank ah! you. I could have written that joke for you if you <laughs> if you wanted me to beforehand. He handed it over on a slip of paper. So, deriving his powers from superior genetics and magical food, uh, he later took the name of Fat Fury. That's what Bill was called in high school. See, we can both do this. We can both do the generic You saw fat the jokes. pictures. I wasn't overweight in high school. Shut up, Bill. I, I was shut up, Bill. I was in better shape than I am now. All right. So, he later took the name of Fat Fury. As the Fat Fury, Herbie was known for donning a onesie with a butt flap and a plunger on his head. One of his catchphrases is, <clears throat> "You want I should bop you on with this here lollipop? <laughs> you want I should bop you with this here lollipop?" 
question mark. In some places in Houston, that'd be a come on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so first, what's his power? So he's one of the most powerful beings on the planet. Magical food. Powers from genetics. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess it's it's a fat kid version of Popeye, except instead of eating spinach, uh-huh. he eats. I think he eats cakes and candies and all the stuff kids want. Okay. And he gets power from that, and the power that that turns into some kind of. I, I'm gonna guess super strong like Popeye. Maybe he can. Maybe maybe. He, he definitely uses a lollipop as a weapon. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna guess like some kind of super strength, maybe flying, uh-huh. but it's derived from eating junk food, and he's totally fake. Okay. Okay. You think this is like some kind of wet oh, dream of mine? This is this is this is Rodney 1989 <laughs> in the bedroom. Right, Dad. If I eat this whole cake, I'll be able to fly. <laughs> I'm double fisting these Twinkies, Dad. <laughs> All right. So here we go. So, mostly using his powers to rescue his father from bad business ventures, Herbie is blessed by a crazy amount of powers, including flying, by walking on air, invisibility. So, he walks the same speed. Sure, as he, sure. Yeah, okay, so, invisibility, time travel, using magical lollipops, especially the very rare cinnamon lollipop, to power up. Uh, he has the ability to speak to animals, but only animals that know him. Uh, he's indestructible. And, and uh, one of his other catchphrases is something like like he's kind of wondering what's happening when enemies are attacking him. I'm screwed because this is real. You think it's real? I don't know. I'm on the fence. If if it's not, this is one of your best character designs ever. Okay. So so he's always like something like something's attacking yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, and somehow being famous throughout history. So he time travels, but everyone knows who he is. Okay. Okay. And entering the mysterious unknown, which is also where he gets his powered up lollipops. Okay. Okay. So you said I said he's fake. You said he's fake. Yeah. First of all, I'm, um, you get zero points for the power. Okay. Because he's all over the place. I did say super strength. You you did say and super flying. strength, but he doesn't really have those until I said he eats flying the lollipop. And super strength. And how am I supposed to know he's got like eight hundred powers and can talk to familiar animals? Because that's the game. The game yeah, is to make you look he's stupid, got Bill. Eight hundred freaking powers. <laughs> All right, so Herbie Popnecker, also known as the Fat Fury, is totally real. Oh Jesus! Yeah, totally real. So you you got uh, we're two so far. Yeah, two two. I still contest that I should. You can test get, all you want. I sir. should at least get the power. You can t- contest I named all two you of his want. Powers, even though I didn't. Until you're dungeon master you know, in this you bullshit. Could, you could say you know he's got a bunch of powers. Yeah, I could. I chose not to. Dick. Next, <laughs> Gorgola. Marvel 1960. Gorgola. Gorgola is Estonian and son of Granator. First leading an invasion forcing its Earth centuries ago, he was betrayed by his fellow Estonians after learning peace from humanity. In reality, he was captured by S.H.I.E.L.D. and placed into Monster Force, a division of the Howling Commandos. So, Gorgola. Mm-hmm. What's his power? Um... I think he commands beasts. He commands what kind of beasts? Probably some kind of stone creature or, or mole person. Okay. He has dominion over those. I know I'm not right. So no, no, no. You're, you could be. He has dominion over some some mindless creatures or something. So it's just a bunch of the stone type Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Charizard, whatever. Oh man. <laughs> well, I'm 39. I only know Pokemon from my kid. I did not grow up with them. All right, you know, you go catch them all. So um, he's fake, and I'll tell you why. Because okay. Shield uh-huh. did not come into existence until after '61, because Fantastic Four was first. Mm-hmm. Shield would have come after that when they brought in uh, the okay. Avengers. Just remember, 1960s when he made his debut. He could have lasted beyond that. Or I could be lying to you right now. Who knows? I mean, I do, but you don't. I'm going fake. You're going I'm going to go fake. Okay. Gut says fake, and I'm going to say he has some kind of... He has, like, dominion and control over... So does he have any powers himself? 
other than the, it's the kind of a mind control. I mean, okay, maybe he, maybe he's like Terra from uh, Teen Titans, and he can control like the Earth. Uh huh. Because you said it's like granite. He's an Earthbender. Yeah, kind of an Earthbender. Yeah. Okay. 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 I know I'm wrong. I know. Yeah, you could be. Huh? I know. <laughs> All right. You ready? And All you said right. fake. Okay. So Gorgola, the living gargoyle. Like all Stonians, is a large, powerful creature, vaguely looking like a gargoyle. He possesses a rocky hard skin, wings for flight, and the ability to sleep for hundreds of years in stone form. Mm. He debuted in Strange Tales number 74. God damn it. And he's totally real. You oh, bastard. So, okay, so... I have two points. You still have two points. <laughs> that's better than last week. That's very, very true. Alright, so I like this one as well. Alright, this next one is Ordnance, Marvel 1999. Ordnance and his twin brother are best are the best superpowered mercenaries in Russia until they were tasked with murdering the child of a crime boss. Turning down the contract with his death sentence, and Ordnance's brother paid the ultimate price. Ordnance goes to war with the uh, Stanislav crime family, and it is in a six-issue miniseries. Hmm... So Marvel 99, his name is Ordnance. Well, Ordnance automatically makes me think of weaponry. Okay. So, I'm going to guess, I don't know. You know, I want to say he generates his own ammunition, or maybe he can generate, like, some kind of explosives. What does what does this twin brother do? Because they're both they both have superpowers, but but his brother's dead. Yeah. What do you, what do you think his brother does? Because they have they have uh, I guess that I guess because they're twins, they have some kind of like a dual power. It, it's it's complementary. Well, then I would guess his brother is kind of a, like a living weapon. <laughs> you know, a living weapon. Yeah, like some kind of like living, you know, like a gun. Like he can. Like the original Megatron, he transforms into kind a gun. Kind of, yeah. And his or brother picks him up and fires him. Bushwhacker from, from uh, Punisher, Acts of Vengeance. Um, Ninety-nine. Marvel. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's, he, he's some kind of. So he makes ammo appear, or, or, or uh, ordinances kind of either makes explosives or makes ammo. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, do I have to guess his brother? No, no, no. Of okay. Not. Then I'm guessing the brother is the weapon. Okay. And, I, and ordinance is the is ammo. Is he real or fake? I'm gonna go fake. Okay. Well, I'm saying fake. Okay. Um, Armory and ordinance work together as a team. One capable of pulling almost any weapon from his trench coat. The other, any kind of ammunition. Mm. Uh, after defeating the. S- Stanislav crime family ordinance decided to open up the People's Protector Force, a pro bono mercury, uh, mercenary group whose only goal is to help the Russian people. And you said fake. You're sticking with that? Yep. You get one chance to change. It's fake. Okay. That is fake. Two points! Two points, sir. Two points! You're up to four. Yeah. If, you get, if, you get, if you get one of the next two, you've tied your best. No, no. I had six game one. Six. One more, and you've tied your best. <laughs> I, had I give you nothing. I had six. All right. This next one, and the last one for this uh, this round, is uh, The Sleeper. Marvel 1973. Okay. Okay. Only mentioned uh, in one comic and only appearing at the end in one panel uh, of a Doctor Strange comic, no entity in the Marvel Universe knows of The Sleeper. He is a cosmic being and could easily destroy even the most powerful of beings Okay. in the Marvel Universe. What is the sleeper's power? Hmm. My guess, the sleeper has some way to travel through your dreams. Okay. He travels nocturnally. That's why no one's seen him. He's okay. virtually unseen. So he, 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 like, inceptions people? Yeah. Okay. It's almost inception-y. Okay. And that's why you, no one's ever seen him. Yeah. And I think that's his power. Like, he can travel through there, and that's how he kind of... He's working behind the scenes? Yeah. He's a guy behind the guy. Behind the guy. Okay, so so how would he destroy, like, Galactus? 
I'm guessing he can induce some kind of nightmare. Oh, that would be freaky. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's not right. It, it I, I can read your body language now. Well, that's... Are we going to have to do this in separate rooms? <laughs> yeah, I have to close my eyes now. Um, so that's my that's my guess. Okay. And is he real or fake? No, he's real. I know he's real. You know he's real. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know about him. Okay. So uh, the Sleeper is a cosmic being that dreamed uh, up the entire Marvel Universe into existence from eternity to the moment. It is alluded in the narration that if the Sleeper ever woke, everything would instantly cease to exist because he had stopped dreaming. So the entire universe lives in his dream. Okay, so I got that point. I said Inception-y. It's dream-based. He knows nothing about it. This is literally our world and everything in it is his dream. He doesn't uh, He doesn't know about it so, at all. Okay, my guess is this was written by somebody that went to like uh, San Francisco College in San Francisco, like Berkeley. Uh-huh. And it's like, hey, man, maybe we're like somebody. <laughs> you know, man, what if we're somebody else's dream? And like, when they wake up, we leave, we go away, man. Yeah. That would, man, that's going to trip ball. Like, he's a philosophy student. Uh-huh. He's got really dirty hair. <laughs> and he's just a total he, asshole. He refuses to wear shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. And he wears beat, like, puka shell necklaces. Yeah. He's like, we're going down to the forum to, you know, watch a poetry slam, man. I think we're just talking about Steve Jobs in, like, the late 70s. Well, then I hate him, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and you said real. Real. Okay. Uh, I made the sleeper up, sir. God damn it. Yeah, I completely so I made that up. I get the point, do I? You get zero points. I should get at least half a point. Are we're not doing halves? I get half a point. We're not doing That's halves. four and a half points. You get four points in From the Halls of Obscurity. Yeah, well, man, Bill. No one loves you. I mean, you did better than last week. That's that's something. That's something yeah. to raise high, brag about to your friends. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Craig from B Movies and Ebooks. And if you don't know about B Movies and Ebooks, it's basically a podcast between two lifelong friends. We cover horror movies, cult movies, and B movies on a bi-weekly basis. And also, we talk about the latest genre fiction we've read. So after you get done listening to this fine episode of Longbox Small Talk, head on over to iTunes and search for B Movies and Ebooks and hit subscribe. It's easy to do, you'll be entertained, and you're going to find out about a ton of titles you never even knew existed. And now it's time for the meat. The meat. <laughs> All right. So it's this week, daily dose of the meat. Your your big heaping helping of meat. All right. <laughs> so this week we are talking about Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, just like. What about it's him? all Affleck all all night long. It's no, all Bill ever thinks about no, is Affleck. It's all, that's pretty much my fantasies. Um, Affleck is Batman now. Yeah, he will be in Batman v Superman next year, 2016. Mm-hmm. He will be in Suicide Squad next year. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he's in. He's in a pretty good, pretty good portion of that. We hear the beginning and the ending. He bookends. Uh, but now they're saying. Before they weren't going to have a standalone film until after the JLA m- movie. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying Batman movie 2018, Ben Affleck's in it, Ben Affleck's directing. That is the current rumor. Ben Affleck is directing. Directing the movie. Well, th- that's interesting because that's like one of his first big budget movies. Yeah. And I mean that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, but if like you Batman, if you look at Argo and you look at the town, okay, both middle, great movies, middle excellent films, yeah. middle budget films. Mm-hmm. The town, especially, you need to see the town to see he can direct action, he can direct cop. He he hasn't a good eye for cop films, detective work. Um, I think it's a good idea. I, I'm wondering how hard that's going to be for him to do, to be this, to to lead as this iconic character and direct it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's written by, I believe, the writer of Argo, correct? Oh, I'm not sure. I believe it's written, the Batman film is going to be written by the the writer of Argo, so automatically, it's going to be a good a good script. Yeah, you know that much, and he can direct, and he can act now. I mean, it took him a while. <laughs> he was awesome in Mall Rats. I yeah, and Days and Confused. I would say he was better. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Well, do you think that this bat, his Batman is going to be the return of the detective Batman? I hope so. I hope I hope we're getting away from the 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 I'm rich, look at my toys. Mm-hmm. You know, we're already we we know from what we've seen in Batman v Superman or what they've told us that he's been in this for a while. Mm-hmm. Like he's been Batman for an excess of 15, 20 years. Yeah. So he's a veteran of this. So maybe we're we're going to be less we're not going to hopefully pray to God we're not getting an origin story we, as we've said before you don't need it at this point to give us give us the meat give us some give us a story give us Arkham Asylum give us something give us uh, venom you know when he's when he's souped up on drugs give us something mm-hmm. we can really sink our teeth into now I know they're going to keep it friendly yeah to an extent so it won't be those more adult tales but let's see something let's you know let's I like the 1989 Batman a lot and that movie is is really weird because he's been you're, you're given the idea he's been there a while even though the public doesn't know him and he's not well known he's been doing it for a while yeah um you know, I'd like to see embellishment on that. We didn't. Every time they they keep going back to the to the origin inside of every film. Oh, mom and dad got shot. That's why I'm Batman. Oh, and maybe it was this guy. No, maybe it was that guy. Oh, here here I am at the funeral. Here I am falling down the well. Okay, we know that. Yeah. Give me something. Give me something I haven't seen. Well, I'm just excited that it's going to be more of a veteran Batman because I, I I really felt that the the three Nolan films were kind of rushed in that regard, like. Especially in the third one, when Batman's supposed to be defeated and retired, yeah, there's not that many years between Batman Begins and that third movie. Well, yeah. Oh, hold on, you didn't pay attention. Oh, because between Dark Knight Returns and Dark Knight Rises, yeah. I mean Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises, there's eight years. Exactly. Yeah, that's not a long time. Between between Batman Begins and where it starts us off eight years later yeah. after Dark Knight, he's not been Batman all that long. Not at all. You're, I mean, less than 10 years. Okay, we know that between... From the end of Batman Begins to the, the beginning of Dark Knight, it's been a year. Yeah. The Joker okay. says that much. So it's been nine years total. And you're given the idea that, that that Dark Knight takes place over a couple of months. Okay. It's it's got Still, to, you're not exta- standing on, expanding on my, my timeline. Yeah, line. but I mean, in, in, he wasn't Batman for a long time. You know, from that eight-year yeah. gap, yeah. you know. So he, he functionally was only Batman for like what like five years? Oh no, I would probably say if you say six years, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna say two, maybe three tops. Oh oh okay. I don't think he so was that Batman. low. I don't think he was bat. I don't think the Nolan Batman. I mean, in Begins, we basically see him start, and and then in that let's say that's four months, and then a year later we're in Dark Knight. Yeah, and that's, I'll say less than two years. He's Batman. Yeah, you know, maybe just, he did it for another six months after he got shot at the end of Dark Knight. So maybe he did two or three years tops. He was Batman. That, that's insane to me, especially whenever in the third movie he's he needs a bionic knee and he's beaten out of hell. Yeah, and again he's he's only been Batman a few years. Yeah, I don't know. I just I felt like it was a big like I, I kind of remember sitting in the theater. You know, and the teenager in the behind me kicking me in the back, thinking, "This doesn't make sense. Why am I, why am I watching this in this shitty theater with this teenager behind me digging his heels into my back?" And Batman is, I, I'm taking more damage in the theater than Batman has during the two years. <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't make a lot of sense. So it's, it's nice to see Ben Affleck bringing that the the more veteran quality. Yeah, I want to see scarred. I want to yeah. see, you know, I I, I want to see some. Show me something I haven't seen. We've got, we've got three Nolan movies, four movies before that, mm-hmm. the '60s show, the, you know, the 1940s stuff. Show me a version we haven't seen in the cinema yet. Give me something, and and I figure well, we're in 2015. If they're doing the standalone by 2018 next year, we'll know, we'll have an idea of what the idea is going to be, mm-hmm. where they're going with it. Um, but I think he's the man for the job. 
Um, I don't think there's anybody else. I don't think this is a Snyder film. I think this... I honestly, my opinion, this needs to be a very, very insular, smaller film. It doesn't need to be big. It doesn't need a lot of effects. You could do really, really tight action shots. You could do a lot of cool detective shit. You could you could really get in the fear factor mm-hmm. with him scaring people. You know, let's let's see that. Let's see the menacing that we started to see in Batman Begins and they pulled back in Dark Knight. They didn't really do a lot of the fear stuff in that. And I think you could you take all the, the silly effects out of it from the fear toxin mm-hmm. and you just use the menacing of the character. You know, the the character's body frame, the iconic imagery of him chasing these guys, you know, through buildings, and just winding them up until they break. Now, by any chance, have you played um, Batman: Arkham Asylum? Yes, I played both of those. Okay, I love the way they did the Scarecrow in those. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. I I like the Scarecrow in the film. I just felt like when they used his power, it was a little, uh, a little too much. Oh, you think so? I mean, just a little. I think there's ways to do it where it wasn't so much. You know, stylized. And I love the game glitching. Yeah. Because I freaked the hell out. Like, I, I had no clue that was coming. Yeah. Like, there was no no leaks or anything about that. That, yeah. that was something that was completely fresh. And, and so, basically, if you haven't played it, uh, at one point, your game actually glitches and pretends to start over. And it replays the beginning cinematic, but things are a little bit different. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. You see... You see uh, um, Batman at one point is walking down an alley, and uh, like you hear his parents talking to him, like he's walking beside his parents. It's it's, it's all very very creepy. It's I've forgotten that. I, I remember it now. Yeah, it makes me want to go back and replay it. Honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Those are incredible games. Well, let's hope Bat- Ben Affleck does a good job. I think you will. I, I think I, so too. I, I, and and if he when he pulls this off, he's then now he will be the next Clint Eastwood. He'll he'll be able to do anything he wants. No one, there won't be anybody. I mean, it'll be literally a supervillain. <laughs> well, I mean, now now he's going to be single. Yeah. Since he's getting divorced as of today, God bless him. But uh, you know, you're going to lose the money. But in the yeah. end, I mean, it's a good market for him. Whoa. Right now. Whoa. Yeah. That's a casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> Bill would be on that casting couch in a second. Uh, I, I can't say I would. So like, look what? at me. Look, I'd be a good penguin. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> All right, so um, so, so uh, I I also think it's kind of interesting that um, they're they're doing the Batman before JLA because yes. I I think it's gonna be really cool because you know Batman v Superman yeah Batman versus Superman at some point they're fighting sure at some point I I want to see how they fix that relationship enough to go into JLA therapy therapy yeah <laughs> couples therapy Superman he and Batman listen to me <laughs> <laughs> well if. <laughs> You liked that one, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I was like, every time I fly home, there's dishes in the sink. Why do I was gonna do my own laundry? Why doesn't Batman ever do any laundry? And when he does do the laundry, it's only capes. <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. So uh, somebody else that's, uh, that I thought was really cool this week, uh, we heard that uh, Witchblade is ending their, what, 20-year run? 20 years. 20 years. That's insane. 185 issues. Were you ever a fan? Uh, no, I, I wasn't a r- really big into the Top Cow stuff at all. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I, I know no about darkness it. or anything like that. I, no, I know about both of them. Yeah, I know the concepts and and how about the show? My girlfriend watches it. She okay. has it on DVD and she pulls it out at least every six months and watches it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her. That's her jam. So I thought it was kind of cool because um, I wasn't a fan of the of Witchblade either, really. Yeah. Um, except for very briefly before I found out that there were naked women on the internet as opposed to in comic yeah. book pages. Yeah. So like, what twelve, thirteen? I was a really big Witchblade fan. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I guess I kind of petered out on that. But <laughs> no pun uh, intended. Yeah. No. No. No pun intended at all. But I thought it was really interesting because one of her big uh, tenets is that she'll she she never wanted to be Witchblade at all. Yeah. Um, but she will hold on to the power and hold on to the artifact until she finds a worthy female who's not going to destroy the world with the power. Yeah. Um, so good, good luck with that. Yeah, and they've already kind of told what the last episode or the last issue is going to be about, and that's about her finding a worthy replacement. So 
basically it's going to be like American Idol Witchblade edition <laughs> for that last uh, issue. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of interesting. Um, I don't. It makes no effect on my life at all that Witchblade is shutting down forever. I, but it's it's one of their top tier titles. If I'm it not is, I'm, I'm really surprised to see it go. I mean, what do you know? What do they do? do they, are they going to reboot from there? Or are they going to let it? Did, did they give a reason? I couldn't even. I, I was trying to research it. I couldn't find a reason. Yeah, I really couldn't either. Um, I know some of the artists are moving on, uh, and some of the writers are moving on, but there was no like real reason given. I guess maybe after twenty years, everybody just kind of looked at each other and says, "All right, well, you got anything I, else?" I'm guessing it's sales. Then I'm guessing they were just going, "Well, the sales have died out." So, well, sales are top selling, you know, franchise. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it is Top Cow, so you know, <laughs> no offense to Top Cow, but I, I like some of their stuff. Sure. Yeah, I just I haven't sure not enough to buy it. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's the problem. That's exactly. the problem. Yeah. Times a million, and there's the problem. <laughs> what about um, you? You wanted to talk a little bit about San Diego Comic Con. You mentioned I. I've had all, all. I mean, the last couple of years. First of all, have you ever been? No, I've never been to San Diego. I go to. I've been to tons of comic conventions. You go to like local ones though, right? Yeah, but the problem is, is now where before they were real conventions, mm-hmm. now they're mimicking San Diego. So it's many San Diego Comic Cons, and it's. The, I mean, everybody knows why we talk about it, because it's where, for the last ten years, movie companies have decided to unveil the next blockbuster or the mm-hmm. superhero film or the genre-specific films. It became less and less about comic books and and the comic book culture, and more about how to unveil everything at one point. In one place. With the most amount of media coverage. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, you'd have to wait until the middle of July to see, you know, the new trailer or the new footage of something you wanted to see. Now, the last couple of years, you started seeing a lot of the, a lot of your, um, well, let's see, this year, I mean, basically a lot of people are pulling out. This year, Paramount Marvel Studios. And I believe I can't remember the other ones. Paramount, Marvel, and one other are pulling out. They're not going to unveil anything uh, because one, they they've all said the same thing. There's so much going on right now, and there's so much access to this material mm-hmm. that you're not getting anything exclusive. And it costs them hundreds of thousands to to do one of these Hall H pr- presentations yeah. or any of the halls there, and it becomes less and less relevant. It comes to a point where these these people are waiting in lines six, eight hours long to see, hey, we're going to see sneak footage of Ant-Man. Uh, oh, okay, but it comes out two weeks from now. Yeah. You, you, you really just could wait. <laughs> you could go enjoy the floor. You could go buy some stuff or, you know, have sex or do something. I don't know. If mean, you can. If you can. Even if with you yourself. Can. Even with yourself. <laughs> I mean, you know, but... It, it, it's it's weird that that was the you know oh uh, you know like Disney Disney abandoned it three years ago yeah they started their own convention D twenty three which is done usually in August or September at, in Anaheim and it they since they have Marvel they do the Marvel unveilings there yeah which makes sense you know yeah. when you lay down that much money for something you you kind of assume you, you, that you can do what you, you want with exactly it. exactly yeah. and that's uh, a big draw to D twenty three which. Personally, I've never heard of before. I am severely shocked that Star Wars is going to have presence at Comic Con, but it it does make sense because they've never done a big presentation for a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing as the last one would have been uh, Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying it under bated breath. Uh, so they've never done it, and they're probably going to bring out some footage and drop it online that day. And the internet will probably stop for a few hours, but that I'm—that's the most shocking. What I find interesting is now a lot of the reports are saying that television is starting to make its move in there, and now instead of doing upfronts, these a lot of these people are doing unveilings at Comic Con because at Comic Con they're they're midway into into their shooting time, so they've actually got footage. Yeah, you, know, you can actually see footage of. The Flash. You can actually see footage of Green Arrow, the the TV show, what they've got going on. Mm-hmm. Give you a, a real sizzle reel. So, 
that's where I think is interesting. And maybe these conventions will actually go back to selling comics. That's kind of what I was going to say, because I feel like all these comic book guys, you know, in the corner shoved somewhere, at, you know, in one of the halls or... Pretty much what it is. Yeah. So, um, they're, they're basically in a corner now. Movies are moving out. And they're like, yay, we can finally kind of expand. And the TV shows are, are coming back and stealing it, that. But that's exactly what's going to happen. You know, one apex predator takes over from the next. You know, <laughs> it, eats, it eats the last one and it becomes the, you know, the apex. And, and that's the problem is now this will be the place where TV, you know, genre-specific television will come to, you know, bury its claws into you. And so, oh, man, i got to see what's going to happen in Supergirl Season 2. Flop. <laughs> crap. That's going to... That looks like a biggest piece of crap. And I'm as pro-feminist as the next guy. But that, that to me, just screams, you know, hey, let's get a girl in a superhero outfit. Like, it's Supergirl Smallville, Devil Meets Prada. <laughs> no. Bad. Bad. You're, you made bad. You You hurt. You're you know? doing something good, but for all the wrong reasons. And, and like, the Legends of Tomorrow sounds really cool on paper. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, let's get the guy from Doctor Who to be the main guy. Like, you're all legends from tomorrow. <laughs> you know, oh, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Great. Let's get Brandon Ralph, who couldn't hack it as Superman. You know, make him the Atom. You know, no, we're not cashing in on Ant-Man. You know, <laughs> damn you, DC. You know... Uh, and and then it's got you know I don't know I looked at it and I was just like ugh ugh <laughs> I I don't like to judge before I I see the final product I'm I'm willing to eat crow if it's good but it looks uh it just looks it just looks like it looks like a bag of dog poop put on your front door lit on fire and like the aftermath of it like you stomped it out and it's just mm-hmm. like it's all on your foot you know and it's just like sadness. <laughs> you know, I think I think so. It's like pl- the personification of like a Bill Weekend. No, dude, Bill Weekends are great. What What'd you do this weekend? I mowed the lawn. I uh, you know, I picked well, up some I'm books. Well, because I'm an adult, you know. Uh, okay. You know, Is I that fix the difference? things around the house and and mow and and you know, on Sunday I didn't do anything. I just sat in my office and watched Terminator in See, a, there in, you my, go. in my recliner, and that's okay. a Bill Weekend. Um, <laughs> you know what? I've had a toilet that was broken in my house for a year. See, I'd had it fixed like day two. Come on over, Bill. I'd have gotten the stuff. Bring your tools. Well, no, I'm not fixing your toilet. I don't have any. You have no tools? What are you? I think I've got like a measuring tape and like some eyeglass repair kits. You have to have tools. Um, No, I I think the flash looks cool. Yeah. Except my problem with the flash is my problem with commitment. I don't want to commit to you for 22, 23 episodes. (laughs) Like, I, I, you know, keep it like the English and make it six or eight. I'm down with that. You make it 10, okay, fine, I'm in. But anything over, like, 13, anything over Netflix, mm-hmm. I'm not interested. It's like... It becomes give, a little derogatory. Yeah, give, I tell you what, here's an idea. Give me, like, an internet website that has a list of, like, here's the, top, here's the 10 episodes you need to watch of The Flash. <laughs> Great. You tell me which ones I need to watch, I'm going to watch them. Because I watched the first two, and they were cool, but I'm like, how much more can I watch this guy just running around? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's all he does. Well, I hear his comic is quite popular. Uh, you know, I mean, in the comics he's cool, but again, he's a guy that runs around. You know, he makes funny. He runs around. That's it. <laughs> I got no, I got nothing else. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 and you know, everybody says you know DC oh man they're really killing it with the co- the genre genre television. You know they got they got Supergirl coming out. They got Arrow. I'm like fuck. Okay, first is that of all, your internet voice? Yeah, that's my. Is that everyone on the internet? Yeah, got everything coming out. Yeah, you know, um, it sounds like you're trying to eat like a pastrami sandwich while talking. (laughs) Parts of the first season of Arrow are cool. I've watched half the second. Some of that was okay. Again, it comes down to just too much crap. You got 23 episodes. Cut that shit in half. Sorry, I don't want to use the foul language, but cut that shit in half. We don't need it. You don't. You don't need it. Uh, advertising revenue doesn't need it. You can make more shows for less money. Just keep them tighter. Yeah, you could have four. Instead of doing two shows a year, do four. Do four 12 episodes 
and then show repeats the other two weeks. Yeah. You're missing, or four I, weeks. I hate bringing it up, but Daredevil was. I, I felt it was a fairly good length. There, there. You were right about an episode or two. Maybe you could cut that thing down to eleven yeah. ups, and that is that is a perfect run. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they got it. They, I see. That's the thing. I think Marvel's figuring it out. Although I'll be honest with you, Agents of Shield watched the first season. It was kind of like, eh. if Bill Paxson was it Paxson, Pullman, whichever one is in Aliens, I never get it right. Paxton. No. Yeah. Pullman was in. Uh, in okay. Casper. Nope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the only one I did can you, think of. Was Casper. Did you watch that first run? <laughs> no, man. I, I used to love Casper as a kid. Uh, anyway, Paxton's in it, and he plays kind of a a scoundrel. Mm-hmm. Kind of a soldier scoundrel, and he made it fun. And like, there's, I think that again, cut the damn thing in half. Twenty three episodes is too much. Get some real writers. Spend a year writing something. You want to make? You can either make something great, like AMC. You can make Breaking Bad. Take a, give these guys a year. You know, they said, hey, we got to end. We got to end Mad Men. Okay, let's do it right. Let's give us give us time to finish writing this thing and finish make it good. Did you hear anybody bitch about the ending? No, they loved it. I didn't see it, but the internet loved it. <laughs> That's good enough for me, you know. But I watched Breaking Bad, amazing ending. Did you like it? Love, I love Breaking Bad. I, I I love I love the show as well. And it was one of those things where I was on my like second or third viewing, and Melissa was walking through the room and kind of yeah. like, hey, what are you watching? And then she sat down, and then I had to rewatch it all again, and I didn't complain at all. And then uh, it just so happens the last season came out right around that same time. Yeah. So we got to end it together as well. And uh, I, it was it was a really good ending. I, I was kind of unhappy with Jesse and his little drive into the sunset kind of thing. I think, but I think he was owed it after everything he had kind of been through in that final season. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I agree with that because but I, I want to know where he ended up. You know, I don't need to know. I, I I don't. And I think I think Better Call Saul may answer that. And that would be nice because that's all I really cared about. Is I because okay, okay, well, yeah, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Jesse somehow pop up in a flash forward in Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. You know where we see Saul is working at the Cinnabon, <laughs> which is awesome. You know, I, I love it. I, that show's great. Did you watch it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, dude, you got to. I, I like a few episodes to get out so I can watch them all. It's oh, it's done. Oh well, I'll get Season on that. Season one is up. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's only okay. like ten. It's only ten. But again, AMC's got it down. I mean, I know Walking Dead is thirteen because they cut it at the season in halves. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Um, still think you could probably, you know, I'll, I'll take thirteen. Again, I think Walking Dead could probably use cutting down two or three ups and cut making five. You know, do five blocks. Do do five here, five there. But I know they got to make their money. Um. Ah. Uh, but I, I think we, I think in television today they got to think about quality, you know, write, write something good, produce something good, hire the right people. Preacher is going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm excited about Preacher. I'm, I want to, I want to see what happens. I'm not excited about it. I'm curious. <laughs> I because you don't get let down. Yeah, I mean Preacher is one of those things. Like, I read it when it was out. Yeah, and when it was done. I would tell people, I would say, like, there are certain works of literature that should be held in high esteem. And I think Preacher would be number three or number four. Because it's that. It, 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 I'd say it's up there. Three and four is kind of pushing it. Uh, with all the stuff that's out there. I I did, I couldn't figure out how a, a, an Irish... was. Is, wait, is Morrison Irish or Scottish? I can't remember. I think he's Scottish. Or no, that's Ennis. Ennis wrote that, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Garth Ennis. Uh-huh. I think he's either Scottish or Irish. How that guy could write a Texan mentality. And, and get it and so, a, so right. And got it on the nail. Yeah. But I digress to the show. Um, it's produced by Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. Uh, I like Dominic Cooper in the Marvel films. I like him in uh, Agent Carter. Um... Again, another good idea. Eight episodes. That's all they did with Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Kept your keeps your attention. Well written. Bam. Did they approve that for a second episode? Yeah, second they season? did. They're doing another season. Okay. But another eight. 
yeah, probably another eight or ten, which is smart. Okay. Yeah. Um. But I like Dominic. Um. I can't remember who they cast as uh, the vampire Cassidy. I don't remember it. I don't think it was. I I don't remember it being bad. I, I just want to know Seth Rogen's take on it. Because, well, you know, if you look at his past work, it's a lot of more juvenile. It's all great, but it's more juvenile, all pot humor a lot of times. So it's it's going to be interesting seeing him do such a... Well, whatever it is, I know they don't kill the congregation in the first episode. Oh, really? The congregation is alive through the first season. Oh. So... So does he, has he even already, been hit by Genesis yet? Already, he's already got the power. So... They've altered the storyline. Yeah. Again, when everybody kept talking, everybody's been talking about this since it ended, because it was automatically people wanted to option it, and you'd hear somebody say they're going to make a movie, and all these people are going to be in it. And I said, great, the movie could be half of the first book, because but then you you would need like six movies to tell the story. Yeah. And I kept telling people when we would, you'd sit around and you'd armchair quarterback this thing, I would say, send it to HBO, make eight seasons, and just take a book a season. Yeah. Embellish. You got enough material. You can do a whole standalone episode for Air Star. You can do an episode with the the Louisiana Boys. You can tell. You can even go do the flashback episode with uh, with Tulip and Jesse stealing. What was it? cattle or cars or something cars yeah yeah you could tell all that and it would fit perfect that's the only place now here's here's the problem one they're gonna have to take a lot of the stuff a lot of the graphic stuff out of it which i don't know if it's better i mean fx i mean uh amc gets pretty graphic mm-hmm. well if it sticks to hbo then we'd be all right yeah if we were hbo it'd be like boobs and cocks and everything everywhere you know <laughs> And and I don't know why I Google when you say cock. <laughs> you gotta say it sometimes. But I mean, especially when they go to the second story, which is in San Francisco, mm-hmm. the sex detectives. Um, God, I want to I want to read that now. <laughs> I'm making myself want to read the, the, the books again. But so if you've never read it, first off, it's the story of a Texas preacher who gets basically a power of gods. So he has the voice. Yeah, he has the voice of God. He has the voice of God, so so he could basically tell any human to do anything. Yeah, and they would be compelled to do it. But the subplot is that God has decided to, to vacate the throne. Yes, and he doesn't want to do the job anymore. Yeah, he's abandoned and, the job, and so Jesse now wants to go find him to confront him and say, "Hey, you need to get back and do your job and get this thing out of me." Yeah. So it's it's Jesse the preacher, uh, his on off girlfriend Tulip Tulip. And a Irish Irish vampire, Cassidy. Irish vampire named Cassidy, yeah. uh, who's been a vampire for what, like a hundred years? Two hundred. Yeah, I years? think I think it, I want to say like late eighteen hundreds. That's when yeah. he became one. That makes sense. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it's, it's just a very eclectic mix of people, and all the characters in it are very diverse, and each is very interesting. Yeah, uh, the Saint of Killers, Saint of Killers is awesome. Oh Hair my star. God. Uh, it's a great book. I mean, it's a great... And, like, I love the fact that it's only 67 issues. You're only investing X amount into it. Mm-hmm. And they're great, man. And I, I'm i interested to see where it goes. Um, but still, at the same time, the first thing I read was that they're, they don't kill the congregation off yeah. in the first... See, that's already a big negative for me. Because that, that, was, that was awesome. And that he spends a lot of time in the town... To start with, uh-huh. so that's a weird. See, to me, that's already screwing it up because I already can't like. I'm sorry, I know you're a fan. I, I can't like The Walking Dead because I'm such a huge fan of the comics. I'm not religious about that comic, so I can I can like the show. See, I'm 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 pretty close to religious about it. I, I love everything they did with that that book, um, and then the show. I'm like, wait, why are they there? How many seasons are we on? And they're still at the farmhouse. Why? Why are they the well, farmhouse? Well, what what's interesting is in in on I mean if we're skipping ahead to Walking Dead if we're gonna jump into that arena <laughs> is well we don't have to Bill. Well I know and, and I like the show a lot, um, but 
we we're about to hit season six, and we're at a point where they would you would already. I don't see how much longer the popularity is going to go. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think that bubble's about to burst on them. Like they're probably at a point where this is where it's going to start tapering off for them. They should have already introduced Negan. We should have already been had Negan, and like six should have been dealing with Negan and the what, the saviors. Yeah, yeah. We should already be doing that right now, but now they're gonna they're gonna wait and I guess introduce it this season and hope to get it get it going in season keep it going to season seven. I know they're they're blocked out to do up to season seven, um, and unlike Game of Thrones, they could probably go another you know twenty seasons because they got enough story. Yeah. So I I don't know, man. Like I like Walking Dead. I love watching it. It's, it's a ritual for me and the lady. Uh, See, to me, it's like how Smallville was a lot of drama with a little bit yeah. of Superman. That's a lot of drama with a little bit of zombies. Uh, I'm not in it for that. Yeah. You know, like, at least in the comic book, yeah, there is a lot of drama and there is a lot of inner turmoil. Um, but it, I don't know. It just seems more interesting yeah. in, in the graphic novel. And, and maybe it's a pacing issue. I'm, I'm really not sure what the actual issue is. Did you but, watch The Strain? The strain? No, no, no. I saw, I saw good things about it. Oh, but dude, yeah, it's, good. It's good because they already proved that for a second season, right? It's coming uh, two weeks from now. It's the second season starts. Okay, okay. So it maybe is. this now's the time to catch up on that. I would, yeah. You could shotgun it in two weeks and be ready for season two, and it's really good. It's the first really good take on vampires I've seen since Twilight. Wink. I'm joking. Uh huh. Totes joke. No, I saw you at the midnight <laughs> at the midnight period. I was the, seeing something Craig different. Craig and but. I did. Craig uh, from uh, B Movies and Ebooks podcast. He and I did. He said, "We got. You know, what we got to do. We got to get drunk and watch Twilight." So we <laughs> at at your old apartment. Yeah. Uh, we we fired up the the projector and watched Twilight, and it was as bad as we thought. And then, for some reason, like a year later, we decided it was a good idea to get drunk and watch the second one. <laughs> but I've seen the first two. Okay. Well, I think They're I've terrible. seen the first one the th- and the third one. They're terrible. Yeah. They, that's, it, that's horrible bad. acting, horrible writing. Just everything about it was bad. Uh, but I did see that first one but, at the midnight But as premiere. far as vampires go, this is an interesting take. It has kind of the vibe of Lost where you've got a man of science versus a man of faith. Mm-hmm. That, you know, one of them believes the vampire is a virus and the other believes that the vampires are the actual, you know, yeah. book of, you know, Bram Stoker's Dracula kind of thing. You That's know. interesting. Uh, yeah, I'll have to take a look at that. Uh, but it's fun. It's got some, it, you know, it's good actors, good ensemble. You know, there's not really any... Uh, fluff episodes. I think it's only like twelve or thirteen episodes, okay. and it pretty much everything there needs to be there for a reason. Um, and it's produced by Guillermo del Toro, so it not it can't be terrible. Yeah, but I, I I'm sorry. I did, that actually reminded me of something I read today. What's that? Uh, Guillermo del Toro is uh, off Justice League Dark. I, that movie won't get made. You don't think so? No. Now that he's not, at- that movie wasn't going to get made to begin with. I would love to see that movie. Oh, any, I mean, if you're a fan of that stuff, of course I'd love to see it. Z- yeah. I mean, who are they going to get to play Zatanna? You know, that's what I want to see. You know, John Constantine, you know, doesn't have a TV show, so that would be a great way to get that guy. And bring the same guy back. Why hire another guy? Or, I mean, what are they going to do? Hire Keanu Reeves to play him again? Yes. Do it. Dude. <laughs> I, I'm a Keanu fan as much as anybody else. And, yeah. I just watched I, John Wick last night. Oh, did you like it? Love that movie. Oh man! So I thought it was really interesting. Uh, the fighting, the gun uh, play is movie. awesome. It's great it's action. It's an action movie. movie. Yeah, I can't get over the fact that he did all this just because somebody killed his dog and sold his car. That's insane to me. I'd probably do more for less. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll murder everyone because I'm out of cookies. Did you did you know I was out of cookies? Are you out of cookies? Because that probably, makes me sad. I'm probably gonna have to murder you. <laughs> okay, well we should probably wrap up so we can go get more cookies. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they were never gonna make. They were that that movie. Put my bill stamp of approval. It ain't mm-hmm. getting made. And you know, cut to, cut to the big expo at Comic Con 2016. Uh-huh. All right, we're making Justice League Dark next year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
got a little bit of a smaller budget, but yeah. it's still coming out. And you notice that they moved all those movies to New Line Cinema. Yeah. So, like, Sandman's going to be at New Line. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. You're <laughs> like, excited? I want to see I want to see small budget, these small budgets, especially, like, Sandman, which has this massive, like... Yeah, I don't even understand how you do a movie. Massive visual world, and, and it's so... I mean, it, it's so heady. Yeah, and it like that's a movie that would like benefit from green screen and CG and all that stuff. But see, that's also the kind of book that I was trying to read, and and I've never felt more dyslexic. I'm it's, just like, what very, am I reading? I, I understand all the words, <laughs> but I'm the composition. I just I can't wrap my head. And around. it's cool. It comes off at times like sometimes it's like something that somebody from Renfest would would read. Like, <laughs> by chance, did you read this graphic novel of Sandman? <laughs> I have a cup of meat and a leg of turkey. Would you like to meet at my tent for some romance? <laughs> That's good writing. Uh, well, you know, I mean, hey, off the cuff, but um, I want to see how they're gonna, especially Joseph Gordon-Levitt mm-hmm. directing and starring in it. Yeah, I'm interested to see where that's going. But yeah, all the Vertigo. It's like, yeah, we're giving all all the Vertigo movies to New Line Cinema. You remember the guys who put on Nightmare on Elm Street in '84? <laughs> yeah, it's those guys, that company. So it, it doesn't scream a lot of faith. Yeah, but it would be great if they turn out to be amazing films. Yeah, like so I, if they get the right director and and a little bit more of a budget than what's being they're being talked George about now. George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, um, in this scene, uh, the guy with the spiky hair is going to say something about dreams. Constantine, go, Misa out of space! <laughs> Misa can't conjure no demon! Misa going to die! Alright, well, I think Misa going to see y'all next week, right? <laughs> same bad time, same bad episode. For Long Box Small Talk, I am your overlord, Bill. And I'm Rodney. And we'll see you next issue. is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.